Yo, what is up, everybody? What's crackalacking? Yo, we are here. Yo, this is uh, I think this is our last episode of season two, man. Uh, is it? I thought we started a new season, no? We were just no, no. We had, we gotta we had to finish season two with our episodes. You know what I mean? So I think um, this is our last episode for, or just our beginning of season three. I don't know where we're at. You know, pretend that you know whatever. <laughs> I feel you. It's all good. Y'all just keep listening. That's all that matters. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and today's topic, man. Before we hit that intro, gotta let you know what we're talking. About. We're talking about contentment versus complacency. So let's roll this intro and we'll get into it. Yeah. I love it. So, I love it. I love it. Contentment versus complacency. This is why we bring this one up today is because I feel like a lot of youth and adults struggle with this idea of what contentment is and fall into mm-hmm. the idea of being complacent. And, you know, just so we're on the same page as we're discussing, me and Pop came up with some, not came up with the definition, we found some definitions for y'all from Merriam-Webster and Cambridge University. So when we talk about contentment, contentment is a state of happiness and satisf- satisfaction, right? Being satisfied. Uh, a state of happiness, right? And then when we talk about complacency, it's a feeling of a calm satisfaction with your own abilities or situations that prevent you from trying harder. Mm. And I like that. I like how that definition is set up because it makes it almost sound like, oh, this is a good thing, you know? Like in, until you get right. to that last part where it's like prevents you from trying harder, you're like, mm, true, true, true. So in this conversation today, we're really going to be talking about, you know, are youth falling into the idea of complacency and not wanting to charter? Are adults falling into the idea of complacency when it comes to parenting and when their youth becomes older? So we're going to talk about it all today, but we want to focus on the youth side. Pod, do you want to take, that, you want to take it away for us real quick? The, yeah. I mean, so when we talk about youth and um contentment that's where we definitely want to be right we want our young people to uh be content we want them to have a state of happiness and satisfaction um and a lot of times that's where young people spend a lot of their time also trying where, where they try to get um and sometimes when they find that contentment um it makes it difficult for them to to want to move on, and you know we think about contentment uh, in some in some regards, not all, right? There are youth who are happy with, uh, you know, being in the parents' crib and chilling, and uh, you know, meals paid for, and uh, electricity lights are on, and they're like, you know what, man, woo, I feel happy and satisfied, and I'm chilling now. There are some uh, youth, unfortunately, in our world today, um, even within the great United States of America, where, you know, they may not have a roof over their heads and, um, you know, they may be transitional youth and things of that nature. So um, I, I do want to recognize that 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 is out there also. Uh, but, you know, a lot of youth, um, many youth uh, 
are in a state of happiness and, and satisfaction and, and, and want to chill there. I mean, so much so that, you know, they want to, you know, be chilling on their, uh, you know, PS5 or their uh, Xbox or whatever it may be and just lounging up on the crib, chilling hard. Um, and that's okay, you know, sometimes, but not necessarily all the time because that's where you can get complacent where you have a feeling of calm and satisfaction with the ability of being able to stay in the parent's crib and chill. Um, but it's preventing you from trying harder to maybe do some other things in life that will help uh, them, meaning the young person, uh, exceed in, in other opportunities, other uh, experiences and things of that nature. And so, you know, one of the things that we have to be careful of is um, complacency, but understanding that there's nothing wrong with being content. Two different things, but need to uh, tease those out right now. And I hope that makes a little bit of sense to folks out there, especially young people, if you happen to be listening to this with your with your. you know, you're carrying adults or whatever. Um, but yeah, don't, don't get complacent because when you get complacent, then you lack the opportunity for growth to better yourself and um, experience different things in life also. So you definitely want to be aware of, okay, am I getting complacent or am I not? And one of the things that, uh, you know, I think I shared in one of the podcasts before, which was even me getting complacent, um, you know, working in the organization I was working in previously to owning my own uh, nonprofit organization. I mean, I was there for like, you know, 18, 20 years, I think it is. And there were so many times within there that I was, you know, saying to myself, you know, I need to move on. I need to do something different. Um, I was content. I was content, man. I was happy and satisfied and felt like the organization was doing me well. They were supporting me. I felt like my team was supporting me. I felt like I was supporting uh, the team also. Uh, But I wasn't growing. I was growing and I I was growing slowly when I think I could have been growing more. And and again, this is hindsight now uh, because during the time, um, you know, I was raising a family, you know, raising you um, mm-hmm. and your daughter. I mean, your your daughter, <laughs> my daughter, <laughs> your sister. Uh, and yeah, I don't have want, a yard on that. Right. And didn't didn't want a lot of disruption. You know what I mean? I didn't want a lot of disruption. I wanted uh, to. I'm a very structured type of dude. And so I like, you know, things to be structured. But at the same time, in jumping into where I am now as a CEO of my own nonprofit, I always find myself saying to myself, dang, I wish I had started this earlier. Um, But with that being said, for me, I also understand that, uh, you know, God allows things to happen for a certain reason and at a certain time. But what I want to challenge people with is not young people not to get complacent. Um, Love especially when you're younger, you know what I mean? Try to yeah, I, I, experiences. I love the points you brought up, right? Um, 
making sure that they're not passing up on opportunities, right, to experience new things. Because I think that's the beautiful thing about life is you get opportunities to experience different things, whether it be a, a different hobby or uh, a different friend group, right, or whatever the case may be. So I think that's really hard for youth, especially to not get complacent and stuck in the same old, uh, maybe not routine, but the same old maybe mindset or comfortable, even though that's what we're striving for is contentment. I feel like every human is striving for to be content, and that should right. be the idea. But you got to remember we can't fall into that complacency where we fail or it prevents us from trying harder. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. When we talk about the the now we talk about the youth aspect, but how about the adults? I feel like for me, when I'm talking to adults, it's always they've not always, but I'll say I'm, I'm generalizing here. Most of the time, they try to place blame on the student or the youth, right? And what I'm saying to the adults now is, don't get complacent in your parenting. Mm. Do not get complacent in your parenting in your teen years. Your teens years. They need you the most and the most proactive in their growth and development. Uh, we see a lot of youth, or not not even youth, we see a lot of adults fall back when their youth gets older, when they're 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 years old, and they fall back and like, all right, cool. I did my job. I got you to 14. We're good, <laughs> right? But the job not finished. You know, like Kobe said, the, the job done, job ain't done. Right. Right. Because in these years, these are the transform like transportal years for your youth, for your child to succeed, to not succeed, to fall into complacency, whatever that is, all kind of depends on you and the actions that you're taking. So I'll say it again just in case you haven't heard it. Don't get complacent in your parenting, especially when they're in their teens. This is the moment they need the most. And one of the ways that you can do that is by presenting opportunities for your youth to have different experiences, right? Whether it doesn't have to be drastic. And I think a lot of people fall into the idea of, oh, when we think about expenses, are you, are you talking about traveling? Z? Are you talking about going to Africa or going to the Kuwait or Guam or Saudi? No, we're not talking about that. If you had the funds, by all means, please let's do that, experience that. But for us, I remember you talked about this often was taking a different route to the house, mm-hmm from uh school right and seeing yep. something different going to a different part of town that you usually don't hang out in or hang out with right a lot of people just get so sucked into their community which is great but they don't experience other things outside uh and i, I, I can think about tucson right going to catalina foothills was like mm-hmm. a foreign almost like La Encantada Mall is a whole different vibe than it is from a a Tucson Park Place Mall, right? Mm -hmm. So being able to experience those small things, just taking a new route, going to a different part of the city or state that you live in, um, presenting them opportunities that you think they would thrive in, right? Like basketball, you know, I wanted to play baseball. We talked about this all the time. My dad was like, nah, I don't think you're, you're, you're going to be good at baseball, but let's try basketball. You get an opportunity to try something different. So that's what my word to the wise, to the parents would be is give your youth an opportunity to experience something new and get them involved, advocate for them. Hey, I see this in you, right? As a trusted adult, one of the things I noticed when you 
and you run youth groups all the time, right? And I think one of the strongest things True. is when you ask a counselor or a teacher to volunteer somebody to join that group or that that uh, that club. Because when you, as a trusted adult, come up to that that young person and say, "Hey, I think you'd be awesome in this leadership club. I see your leadership skill. I think you could develop develop them even more." Yep. They get so excited. They see me. They notice me. They see my abilities. Okay, I'm going to sign up, right? So another thing advocate, that I advocate for is for trusted adults to get involved and let them know, to get involved, to let their youth know involved in something that they see that might be a strength, right? And, you know, you kind of have a story to that, right? Like, you just recently went on something a little different. Yeah. Uh... You know, again, trying trying new things, and we talked about this actually. I'm remembering uh, in one of our former uh, podcasts, right, and in, in trying new things. But this is what I think, uh, if I'm hearing you correctly, doesn't will help youth not to fall into that complacency of parents and give them new experiences. So I'm thinking about uh, just the other day, I challenged myself in going to a, a sip and paint. Uh, I am not the most artistic guy in the world. Uh, but you know, I got uh, you know, I like to dabble once in the blue moon, but I am not like a great drawer, I'm not a great person, you know, coloring, painting, you know, things of that nature. Uh I am artistic when it comes to singing and things of that nature. But so I went to the sipping paint, I'm like, ah oh, man. At first I was like, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna do this, man. Like, it's ain't gonna be fun. Then I was like, I challenged myself, you know, I was like, I yeah, I gotta I gotta try some new things, you know, I gotta do some things that are different. So I ended up going through the sipping paint. And what it was is that, um, I mean, you could sip water, Coke, wine, whatever. But uh, the painting part was having a a small canvas that they, you sent in a picture of a, a pet that you have and then they outline it and then you, you know, you paint on it um, and, or you paint in your animal or whatever. And, I was like, oh man, I'm not gonna be good at this whatsoever. Um, but you know what? I, I think that uh, you know, I might be be able to retire off of this painting because uh, uh, it was so good, man. It was so good. Um, you know, beauty is in the eye to behold it. But I'm I'm saying, man, I, I think uh, people would have made some good bids on this here. Uh, so <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna show a picture of it. Uh, put it up so y'all can take a look and then give us some combat comments on what you think. But it, it was our it was our uh, our guinea pigs. Uh, I had one of the guinea pigs, uh, and the guinea pig's name is Coco. Uh, it's a very unique guinea pig, and the way that their its hair is uh, is is coming up, I guess you could say. But it's like really, really uh, unique. Um, and it's musical. Yeah, it's a very unique guinea pig. Um, but she's dope. Um, and anyway, so, I mean, I did something different, you know, uh, just getting into that complacency. I remember even transferring uh, from various colleges from Liberty University to Temple to the U of A, Temple University to the University of Arizona. It was easy just to, you know, stay in the dorms and and, and do, do nothing, you know, mm-hmm. and not venture out um, to experience new opportunities uh, where I could have just got complacent and just stayed on the dorm um, and stayed in my room. But that's what you don't want to do when you're having opportunity or when um, 
you're in new situations or even in the same situation that you've grown up in the same city or town, right? Uh, don't get complacent. Always challenge yourself, push. And so that's uh, kind of what I was thinking about um, as far as even myself and complacency and reminding myself not to become that. So that's that's so good. I'm, I'm glad you brought up college because we have some people that are in that graphic listening to our podcast. And I think when I hear people that like, oh, I hated college because I didn't get out my first year. I didn't know who to meet. I didn't have friends. And it was because they were staying in that dorm room because it was comfortable. It mm-hmm. was they didn't have to go out and try to find things to do. Sometimes people just come in or they had a roommate and they would bring friends in and they just hope that, all right, I'll have fun. But that's such a good skill that you just mentioned is if our study who's in college or thinking about going to college in your first year and you're staying in the dorms, get out, be active. Right. Don't fall into that complacency of, oh, you know what, I'm just going to stay in every day of the week. Yeah. Right. Stay in sometimes for sure. Study hall, all that good stuff, which is amazing. But it's about the community out college that really will yeah. make it fun for you. Uh, and you'll find your you'll find your group. Take a couple try, trial and errors, but you'll definitely yeah. find a group. And we talk about, you know, my story of complacency as uh, I think about AAU basketball, mm-hmm. man. Like uh, before I was before AAU, I was playing the YMCA, man. And I was I was killing, man. What? Um, <laughs> at that time, you know, I was a little, I wasn't that tall, but I was rather than the average bear. I, I like to joke around and be like, I had, I played center that time in my life. I was a center. I was like the Dwight Howard, the Charles Barkley is what they, they call little Charles and little Barkley. And I was just getting rebounds. I was averaging like 10 and 15. I'm getting all these boards. I'm going against like the big dudes in the paint and I'm, I'm having fun. We went in ships, like championships at the YMCA league. Like it's so, it was so much fun for me. I was the best in that small pond. And for those of you that don't understand the YMCA is kind of like freshman basketball, so to speak. If you're thinking <laughs> about tier, like there's JV and the varsity, right? And AAU is like your varsity tier. That's like, all right, go out, you play for, scholarships you play for recognition right and that that's that's aau that's varsity so you know my dad was like okay cool. like you're killing it in the ymca and let's go see what else is out there and i'm like okay like, all right i'll go out there to you know little barkley i'm gonna go out there showing what's up and i remember going to my mom taking my dad didn't even take me to my first practice aau practice but my my mom did and i remember sitting there standing there and I'm watching the practice go on, and I'm like, "Is this practice? Like, this looks like a whole like condi- strength and conditioning type of <laughs> practice. Like, did I come to the wrong practice?" And I remember Coach Zoe uh, calling me out because I was just watching, spectating with my mom, and I was there for like 10, 15 minutes just watching practice. And he goes, "Hey, strap on your shoes. Let's go. What are you doing?" I'm like, "You want me to? You want me to participate in this?" <laughs> and you know i looked at my mom and she's like go like we're, we're here you have your shoes go go hoop i was like all right cool i strapped on my shoes and i went out and i remember after that practice man i, I went to my mom and dad's room and said i'm never going there again I'm never <laughs> going there again ne- don't make me do it again but i ended up doing it again because you know that there was growth opportunities there there was mm-hmm. people that were above my skill level. These are like eighth graders dunking, seventh graders dunking, shooting lights out, wide open. Like these people were 
balling. They were talented. And if I wanted to increase my talent, I had to be around those type of people to compete against them so that when I went up to these tournaments, I was just as competitive. But and and I, I share that because I, I continued my AAU career and I slowly realized that, you know, I don't think basketball is for me. I don't think I don't think it's the whole the vehicle to take me out of whatever circumstance I'm in, whatever. Right. I knew that basketball was just a hobby, not so much right, a, right. A, a job for myself. But I wouldn't have known that if I didn't go and participate in that practice if i got complacent and said you know what let me go back and just go to the ymca i wouldn't have gotten better i think aau playing around that many talented people really brings something out of you and something that's greater than just basketball right just friendships relationships opportunities to travel so do not get complacent but definitely strive for contentment and i think the other thing yeah, I think the other thing is that, um, you know, we're talking about parenting. Yeah, that was a very unique t- uh, time in our lives when you were transitioning from the YMCA today. Because, yeah, I mean, you took a couple of bumps back, meaning, you know, you, you, you were a little Barkley, but uh, not the same type of Barkley. <laughs> but, um, you know, when we're talking about parenting, though. That's the other thing is not getting complacent. You said earlier in your, your parenting is, you know, this happens to a lot of parents that I've worked with through my years is especially with parents, if they have more than one child, um, they tend to use the same techniques or do the same thing with each child. And that doesn't necessarily always work. Um, And parenting is hard. There's no book on how to parent. I mean, you know, you have to take a test, I should say, right, on becoming a parent. There, there are plenty of books out there on parenting and, you know, some are definitely worth worthwhile reading. But a lot of times what I've a lot of times parents don't read those books. But, um, you know, with each child that you have, you have to learn how to to parent that child um, because each one is different. And if you get complacent, um, satisfied with your own abilities in that situation, then you won't do anything different, which could then benefit that child. Um, and so I'm learning that also with my, with my daughter, um, you know, my son and I have a very unique relationship. It's very positive. I mean, he was my, he, my little dude, you know, we roll around town, we'd be bumping music. We like to move on to the movies. We like, I mean, we, there's so many things that we did, um, and do that, you know, just work for us. Right. Um, now my daughter's coming along and she's different and I'm trying all the things that I try with Z. And it's not landing the same way with my daughter. So now I'm like, okay, what can I do and how do I behave with her? Because she has a totally different personality. Um, And so I'm trying not to become complacent and just give up, um, but just figure out what's the different way to engage with her. Um, And then also to keep her motivated uh, because she's different than Z. And they're also eight years apart. And that has a little bit to do with it. It's kind of two different worlds a little bit when Z was coming up and now with Z's, excuse me, with V is coming up through, um, you know, with AI and, you know, all that stuff. So, and social media being more prevalent and, you know, all that stuff. And so I'm having to, uh, I'm having to test myself, I guess, if, uh, or push myself because it's easy just to be like, ah, I'm just going to do what I did with Z. I'm chilling. I'm good. Mm-hmm. And if it works, it works. And if it don't, it don't. All right. But again, not wanting to get complacent, but uh, um, try to find some contentment 
in what I'm doing and how I'm doing that. And I think that's the same um, as other parents may want to consider when you're, uh, you know, working with a, a young person. Um, and that's what makes it hard also for teachers um, and think about how they get complacent in wanting just to do the same lesson plan the same way time after time after time when they've been in the field for 20 years, 30 years and not recognizing that, hey, things have changed. You know, I mean, I find the same thing working with youth groups is like, OK, wow, we used to work back then, may not work now. I got to figure out some new and creative ways, even when we're doing workshops in the community um, or in the schools, excuse me. You know, some things don't hit the same way because, I mean, the youth today are so used to, you know, technology and things being fast and um, colorful and making all types of noises. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they want some fun stuff, some interactive things to get them kind of not not all, but a lot, lot do want that. Um, so just remembering that uh, complacency um, is good for a moment. But don't stay there. Um, don't that's, don't that's allow your, yeah, don't allow your complacency to to get in the way of your growth and your opportunities of doing well. But always try to remain content. So I think that's what uh I think that's what we wanted to share with them today, right? Yo, we sure did. I think we hit on everything that we need to hit on, but before we let them go, uh we do a whole hour workshop on this, whether you're a parent that may be struggling, maybe your student maybe you're a teacher an administrator and you're like well we're just not connecting the same way uh that we used to with these students yo can you come in and get some help some guidance we would be more than happy to do that all you gotta go is to www.uptoit.club fill out the contact form and we'll be with the swiftness and we'll talk about details and we'll tell you everything uh that we can do in our power to help you out so we can get you the, the correct connections that you need with that being said, man, we're going to get up out of here. Y'all we have out. a great rest of your day. Peace. We out. We out. We out. Later.